did you know that the costume for Moon Knight, both comic version and MCU Disney Plus version, is is purposeful. The white costume is chosen because um, it, it seems counterproductive for what he's doing. He's fighting people in the night, much like Batman, who hides in the shadows and wears all black so he can be more stealthy. But Moon Knight uh, does not care about stealth, and he wears white on purpose to as an intimidation tactic. He wants his enemies to know that he's coming. So, in a way, there's a lot of comparisons to Batman when he's costumed, but uh, also, in a way, he's kind of like the anti-Batman. He wants he wants you to know that he's the one that kicked your ass. That is interesting. I did not know that. <laughs> 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 I didn't know. I didn't know that. I mean, cool. I don't even know. Like, fantastic. Yeah. No, it is. It is. It's purposeful. I had no. I had no idea, to be honest. <laughs> Sounds like you just didn't give a shit. <laughs> um, or maybe that's obvious. Is that obvious? Is that why you're laughing at me? It's 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 not that it's obvious. It's just more like a. It's more observational. It's like laxadaxical. It's lax. It's it's uh, <laughs> yeah. It's laxadil. Laxative. It's laxative. Yeah, I I couldn't find any good trivia for this show. I'm sorry. Well, okay, so Jason Fury. It's it's, it's an observation. <laughs> you watched the show. Good job. Anyway, uh, yes, Adam. Um, did you know that? Um. Gaspard Yulio, who sadly passed away uh, two months before the show premiered in a skiing accident, um, he portrayed on the show, he played Anton Mogart, a.k.a. Midnight Man. And he is the fourth Hannibal Lecter actor to appear in the MCU. Fourth? Fourth. You know, yeah, he did a little research. He's a little gumshoe. So he was, he was, um, he played young Hannibal in in 2007's Hannibal Rising. Okay. You also have Mads Mikkelsen who played him on the, on the show Hannibal. Who's in uh, Thor? You know Doctor what? I Strange? guess it's not. It, uh, uh, Doctor Strange one. Right. Doctor Strange one. He played Caselius or something. Or don't hurt yourself. Caselius. Um, then you have okay. So it's not the MCU proper. I'm talking. I guess we're talking about Marvel films because we have Brian Cox, who played in Manhunter, played Hannibal Lecter. Who's an also X2, played X-Men uh, United. William Stryker. William Stryker. William Stryker. Okay. And then we'll we'll top it off with uh, the one and only uh, Anthony Hopkins, Odinson, who played Odin, Odinson. Well, Odin, yeah. Um, okay, so not quite MCU, but Marvel Marvel movies. That's Marvel. Cool. I like that. That's a good three one. in the much, MCU. That's much better than my just. Uh, did you know uh, Oscar Isaac is in this? 
I did actually. <laughs> I did. Very, very good. <laughs> but but good one. But did I just cut. I don't I didn't yeah. I, I just <laughs> I couldn't I couldn't pull it together. That's all right. Because but I thought it was uh, unbelievable, but I thought it was fun. There was something about I read something about that they with his suit that it was it was it was Kevin Feige's like very specific note to give him like the bandages like the mummy kind of thing because mm-hmm. I guess that's not silky necess- in the comics he's a little bit more silky smooth silky smooth like yeah, it was uh, cool how he got like wrapped up like the transformation was pretty cool yeah yeah it was cool yeah um I I I grew to like the costume um I think it was it was appropriate. Well, to backtrack, um, we're talking about Moon Knight, the latest Disney Plus series. I think this one's dubbed a limited series. I'm not sure. Maybe it's season one. I can hardly tell. I think they don't even know. I think if if it's a hit, maybe it's season one. If it's not, it's a limited series. Um, But Moon Knight is based off the the character of the same name, a lesser-known Marvel anti-hero, hero, whatever. He was a member of the Avengers at one point. But uh, basically, a lowly museum employee discovers he's been granted, pun intended, the power of an Egyptian god, an Egyptian moon god. Uh, And for better or for worse, um, you know, maybe it's a curse, maybe it's a blessing, who knows? The story's quite the stinky onion, a lot of layers to it. So uh, you're just going to have to watch it and find out. Or you did watch it, and that's why you're listening to this show, and you already know. And you can unwrap the mystery. Yeah, get it out of your system. Hey, uh, speaking of unwrapping, can I interrupt this uh, televised event for a important announcement? Go ahead, Jason. All right, unrelated to the podcast, but I'm doing a crowdfunding project that I would like everybody to pay attention to called Pizza Pins. We're going to unwrap the mystery of Pizza Pins. And... Uh, you go to jasonfury.com and you can find a banner or whatever, click on it, and you can sign up and be notified when these pizzas drop. I designed 10 pizza enamel pins, and they come in miniature pizza boxes. And if you support the project on June 1st, which is when it launches, you get a free pizza saver pin. You know what I'm talking about? Those little G.I. Joe tables? I sure do. Did you use those, those, little, those little three-legged things in your pizza as toy tables? I didn't, but I can absolutely see where one would. Oh, okay. I'm surprised you didn't with all the toys you collect and play with, you man-child. Well, I I was more the um, the cocktail sword kind of guy. You could do both. You could have like a cocktail sword battle and then have them like slide over the little pizza saver table and keep keep the battle going, John Woo style. You know, I just for some reason I didn't I didn't do the the pizza ta- the pizza saver. Mm, okay. It's, well, it's never too late. True. And it's not it's not it's for those 3 and 3 quarter size. It's like 6 inch toys it wouldn't work. You got to get it's your size toy, the toy you like the most. It's a perfect little free table. Free table, man. Anyway, free uh, GI Joe table. Yep. Yep. Yeah, free GI Joe table. Anyway, jasonfury.com, check it out. 
sniff at the menu, see what pizza. I made 10 slices. Some of them are really, really weird. Some of them are classic. Have fun. Enjoy. Back to Moon Knight. Back to Moon Knight. So we've talked about this. We did Doctor Strange in our last episode in the Multiverse, in the multiverse of Madness. And we're talking a lot about Marvel fatigue. And I think the funny thing that's happened after decades of Marvel movies. Is it decades? Maybe. I don't remember. Um, one of the best. Mm, no, we, we, we have a decade. Iron Man came out in 2008. Avengers came out in 2012, right? I don't know. I think Iron Man came out in 2008. That's the true, the birth of the MCU. So, yeah. Right. Not quite two decades. Okay, over a decade. Um, my point being, it's funny that when I hear people compliment this show, they talk about, oh, it's great. It doesn't even feel like a Marvel show or a Marvel movie. It's like, but, but shouldn't it? Oh, or shouldn't it? I don't know. I'm not sure. I'm confused. I mean, I don't necessarily, th- I mean, it doesn't have to, it's, right. it doesn't, it, it being, it feeling like Marvel doesn't necessarily mean it's good or bad. Right. It's uh, just a funny way to like compliment but, something. Yeah. That is kind of a funny thing. Um, it's like a dig. Th- I a mean, compliment it, to the same thing. for better or worse, it, it did feel like Marvel to me. This one did? Yeah. Okay. I think it strayed. I think it felt a little bit different. It had a little bit more of an emotional punch for me. But there, obviously it's costume superheroes, so just a different uh, location for the most part. But, but yeah, I mean, I can't. I, I guess I can't argue too hard one way or another. I feel like it's. it felt a bit different than, like, what we've been getting with, like, Spider-Man and Black Widow yeah. and Shang-Chi and yeah, all those I kinds mean, of things. It was its... It was its own flavor for sure, mm-hmm. but it still felt marvelly. Marvelly, okay. Um, do you have a relationship with this character at all, or do you, have you ever read any of the comics or seen him in any other kind of media that you like? No, no, I didn't. I wasn't a Moon Knight reader. Um, I mean, I like, I like Oscar Isaac. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm not, I'm not too familiar with the comic now. So I'm, you? I'm, I'm a little familiar with the comic, but I admittedly in the nineties, I would buy Moon Knights every once in a while. If the cover was really cool, there were a couple really cool Moon Knight covers throughout the, the ages, but I never was really invested in the character. I couldn't tell you much about him. I like, I knew the characters and the dynamic. I knew what his powers were about. I knew about the, you know, the, like the mental illness he was going through and stuff like that. Like I, I understood all of that, but uh, as far so as that's like, like a, that's a staple of his character though in the comics. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah, there's like, yeah. But um, outside of that, I'm pretty, it's, it's as far as Marvel characters go, he's pretty, un, pretty unknown to me. I, I never really dove deep into his story arcs or anything. So I, I can't claim that I was a fan before other than just the design and like what he looked like on comic comic covers because he was a cool de- cool design character you all right no <clears throat> ice cream what do you mean no it sounded like you're, you're having a hard time oh, okay. You know, okay the older i get just adjusting sounds painful like i was just like moving 
Right. But but I guess it's like there's like always this element of discomfort or pain the older I get. Like I'm almost 40, so like before I could twist and shake like no other and I would just move around zippity zip zap zap like a ninja in the night, you know what I mean? But now if I just like turn, it's just like oh, oh I just sound like Palpatine getting ready to school Anakin while laying on the ground. It's like oh too weak, too weak. Unlimited fatigue. <laughs> fatigue. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just tired, wow. man, and weak <laughs> and out of shape. <laughs> <laughs> well, you fatigue. Can... Yeah, I don't know. I was trying to read. Was... No, it's great. It's great. It's great. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> I'm all. I'm all right. Thanks but... for asking. Yeah, just checking. But I guess the the question is, and we can get into it a little more. Was Moon Knight great? I I think I might have liked it more than you. I'm just guessing. I did enjoy a lot about it, but it had a border of kind of like what you're saying, a little bit of familiarity and kind of formula to it. It attempted to break the mold in my opinion uh but what i think carried this show specifically in my in my view was oscar isaac oscar isaac's performance and how deep they went with his like backstory and like to me it struck a chord i'm not sure where it came from but there was i think it was episode five um it's gonna sound horrible but it legit like brought me like I was like getting teary-eyed watching his backstory unfold like when when they were starting to dive into why he is the way he is and why he has like this imaginary alter ego um it kind of I don't know it kind of hit me I was just maybe I was just having a hard week and was just like my guard was down but that rarely happens with Marvel properties so I will give it credit for that um and then just generally yeah I've yeah, I I, I yeah, just connected with that episode. It was pretty deep. Episode four and five. How many episodes was it? Six. There were six. I could be wrong. It was either episode four or five. There was one where they were shedding the layers of why his like museum employee alter ego existed, and that was, you know, to to protect himself from the reality of his like current situation. It, I thought it was pretty intense. I thought it was pretty effective. Yeah, I thought the stuff with his with it was it his mom that was like abusive towards him. Well, yeah, like his brother died in an accident when they were searching through a cave, and then the mother right. blamed him, and the mother started like physically beating him, and the dad was trying to protect him and had like birthdays for him. But it's just like the little things, like he set up a table for his birthday, and there were like unopened Coca Colas, and you knew it kind of looked like a party for kids, but you knew it was just going to be the dad and the kid, and the mom wanted nothing to do with it, and just those like little touches and like things around those flashbacks about his like his bedroom, like he's really still just a kid trying to be a kid, yet this traumatic thing happened, and the mom took it the wrong way and blamed him for it, and then his protector, the one that's supposed to love him started physically like hurting him it was just so very intense to the point where he had to create an alternate version of himself just to keep his shit together um that, no, i I, was, I think that was, was that was that had some weight to it 
yeah i thought it was good I, I thought it was good i thought it was well done i thought it was well acted and juxtaposing it with the current time they were on that like pirate ship in the sand and you're like they're like wrestling around so there's like moments of action but as they revealed the story you look at the characters in a little bit different lens a little bit different way and you start to care about them a little bit more so i definitely was pretty heavily invested by by that episode that was the one where i'm like damn the show's a, a little bit cut above what we've seen on disney plus so far which doesn't say a lot because i'm not a huge fan of these shows so far i'm kind of like i watch them but i'm not like head over heels for any of them you know well it actually um what was i saying i had no I don't know, man. I think I was doing a lot of talking. <laughs> what, was what was I saying? No, it 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 had a, it had way to it in that regard. Um, I did like the sort of the the exploration of the split personality. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was kind of interesting. I thought I thought he, you know, because I remember seeing the trailers and thinking that it was his accent was bad. Right, um, it was. But it actually, within the context of the show, like, kind of makes sense. He's like making it up. Yeah, he's making it up. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's really that bad. makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Ethan Hawke. Kind of weird. Really? You didn't like him? He, I mean, he was a cult leader. Yeah, but it's like, where did he even like? What was his deal even? Like, what? What? Like. He was just like bad guy. Well, he was the former vessel for the moon god, and the moon god and him had a falling out that wasn't really revealed till later. And he had some resentment towards Stephen because he wanted to maintain that power. So once he lost that power, he was on a mission to reclaim that power any means necessary, and you know, hence the cult building. And he, I, I don't know. I thought he was. I thought he was an interesting villain. He he didn't seem super dangerous or super interesting, but I could see. I mean, I could see it. I, I give him credit. I thought he did all right. I liked him like walking with like shoes with glass in it, and I like his little crocodile staff that like judged people. Oh but yeah, the the croc the the god the gods were kind of cool. Yeah, the crocodile god was really cool. The the hippo thing is. It's kind of bullshit. This is Marvel's thing. They always have to have something that's kind of grotesque, but kind of cute. Like, you know, they did it in, like, Shang-Chi. They did, like, Loki. They just have these little things. So they're like, oh, this is going to be a marketing success. So when the hippo shows up, they're like, hi. I was just like, stupid as fuck, man. I don't care about that kind of shit. I don't care. It's stupid. I'm not just like, oh my God, it's like this big monster with a cute little voice. Like, stupid. Stupid writing. Shame on you, Disney. Um. Yeah, that's kind of, that's a very that's a very marvelly thing. Yeah, I don't like it. Yeah, the um, thing in Shang Chi really bothered me because that was like the most low effort they've ever done. That strategy, it was just like a like a block of meat with wings or something, and they were trying to make it like plushies and toys. But it was not cute or funny. It was just stupid. What was that thing called? Shang Shang Chi was weak. I have to say. Yeah, it didn't have good uh, shelf, like, what do you call that? Like, uh, aftertaste? It just, like, kind of came and went. Yeah. 
So did Black Widow. Black Widow came and went. Shang-Chi came and went. Eternals came and went. I'm not, like, none of those, to me, those are all just, like, mid-tier at best. Probably lower-tier MCU stuff. For 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 some reason, I have, like, a weird kind of kind of liked it it for eternals i don't know why i mean i didn't hate eternals but there's just so much about it that was so superficial i think what bothered me the most was just the the reliance on these heavy cg villains the the deviants there when stuff is that heavily cg and when you put it with these characters i kind of get taken taken out they all just kind of bleed together like the designs are very similar it's not very inspired um it it just really bothered me the deviants are supposed to be these things that are so like threatening like their whole purpose is to protect the world from these things but they're just kind of cg that's not going to age well creature effects with there's just no connecting to it it's just fodder i mean angelina jolie was all cg in her costume apparently Oh really? I I will say she was the best part of that movie. I thought like one of the best parts. Her character uh, was really cool. I liked I liked the unhinged approach. I th- and and to see her in a supporting role with such an ensemble cast yeah. is pretty. pretty I think rare. that was I think that was that was the cool thing was seeing yeah, her like just kind of play Tom along. Cruise in like Tropic Thunder, you're like, that's cool, dude. Like you're not even the star of this, you know? Right. Or Magno- or Magnolia. Right. It's like. It's cool. I like it when these big A-listers do that kind of stuff. Yeah, me too. Yeah, me too. But Moon Knight, um, I didn't, I didn't dislike it. I just kind of honestly forgot a lot of it. It's been like a um, week or two. Since I mean, it's seen it. Huh? It's been like a week or two. It's been a week or two, and I just, I just don't even, I don't, I kind of, I kind of forgot a lot of it. Hmm. Um, okay. I think that that's um, that's partially me having Marvel fatigue. Uh, ginkgo, but I also biloba. is that what I got to do? Yeah, you need more ginkgo biloba. Mm. I see. Instead of green matcha, uh, next time you go to Starbucks, say that you'll have the ginkgo biloba. Don't don't ever separate me from my matcha. Just try it. No, Green, no way. It's my matcha. It's my life juice. My life okay. juice. Okay. Okay. Um, life for my life day. You know, life day. Star Wars. Right. Life day. Yeah. Right. Um. Yeah, it was. It, it didn't. It didn't. I. I think I liked it more than I liked, say, Hawkeye. Well, come on now. I like sneezing more than I liked Hawkeye. So so Hawkeye did, did not age well for you. I mean, who asked for that show? Kevin Feige. Feige! Kevin Feige. That's, that's maybe it. That's what happens when you stub your toe. That's the noise you make. Kevin Feige! Feige! Um, it's the beginning of Street Fighter. I like three, two, um, one. Feige! Baggy, baggy about it. That's that's about yeah. That's a, that's right. Okay. Um, I'll stop. I liked uh, Layla May May Kalamui. Why you gotta say I thought it like she that? was. 
Isn't that how you say it? Layla. You sound like the that's, you sound like the guy from Futurama, like that really boastful captain. You know what I'm talking about? Layla. She was she, she's our uh, she's our first Egyptian Marvel huh. superhero, uh, and uh, she was great. She was yeah when she had the wings, man, that was badass. With the swords, yeah, when those wings opened yeah. for the first time and she had swords in each one of them, I thought that was super badass. That was badass. Yeah, a welcome, um, a welcome addition to the MCU, in my opinion. Definitely. Um, liked her, liked seeing her on screen. Um, and uh, who else? Oh yeah, Oscar Isaac. Well, yeah, we, Oscar Isaac, Ethan Hawke, and May. Um, I think those are the that's the trifecta here. Obviously, we have some voice work and stuff like that, and a few other side characters. But those three, F. F Murray Abraham, yeah, right, right. But yeah, those three were all. I thought they were all pretty good. I thought they they did a great job. I I think the cast here was pretty strong. I I got no issue with any of these characters. I thought they were all pretty good, except for that hippo thing, which was like whatever. It wasn't a horrible character, but it, it was kind of stupid. But other than that, pretty strong. Strong showing. Yeah, I like I like that it. I feel like it took a good three episodes for it to kind of kick into gear. I feel like I feel like once the fourth episode hit, it was like okay, now we're now we're cooking. Mm-hmm. I well, feel like it was it, super it cooking. Did, that was like spicy. Yeah, but I it, it kind of was slow to start the show. Okay, yeah, I mean, debatable for like setup to to get the payoff in just six episodes, but I feel ya because you know it is a lot of it was like mystery mysterious. Like he Moon Knight's not really in costume that much in this show. Like at least those first three episodes, he, he's just kind of like alluded to more than you see him like straight up, which I thought was pretty cool, kind of like mysterious. Um, and I thought some of those scenes were genuinely like well crafted and kind of like. I don't want to say scary, but kind of like intense. It was like cool, like those dog creatures that were like coming out of the museum and stuff and the gods themselves revealing who they were. I thought was pretty cool. Um, oh, that's right. There was that there was that creepy. OK, now now I'm remembering parts of the show. It was like a weird hellhound like thing. Now it's now it's coming back to me. There was like that creepy like mummy that. Mm-hmm that was like embalming someone and was like taking out their organs and stuff. Do you remember that? Remember that? Yeah. With May was like hiding like near it. That was kind of, that was kind of cool. Yeah, that was cool. I mean the set design and the theme, like I love ancient Egyptian stuff. Like obviously big fan of like the mummy and Indiana Jones, stuff like that. This definitely had borrowed heavily from that advent action adventure, um, genre, which I thought was cool. We just don't see enough of it. Um, I think so I, I really love I love the theme and the vibe it was cool I like this globe trotting kind of otherworldly stuff I think it's really cool and like blurring blurring the lines of reality and myth and then having it all be true it's just it's really fun I, I like that kind of stuff yeah yeah it was it, it had a it had a fun adventure vibe yeah um, I, I genuinely think too while watching the show, like I didn't know, for better or for worse, purposeful or not, there were m- t- several moments where I'm like, I don't know what's real and what's not, and I know that was purposeful, but 
it was fun it was like captivating to me to be like i don't like where are we like we're in this weird psychiatric ward which cannot be real just it's just way too superficial and clean with just, just things set up it was kind of obvious but going through his history to that weird psych ward to the tombs to his apartment like we were all over the place and uh, i kind of liked that it was kind of unpredictable location trotting yeah i like that boat you get bonus points if you do like a <coughs> like a map and you see an airplane it's like meow, and you just have the little dotted lines going behind it like they do that new. in the mummy i think they do i'm not 100 percent sure i wouldn't be surprised hmm. yeah i'll have to rewatch that to see if that that's a thing It'll be the only reason I watch, watch it. Tomb of the Dragon Emperor, the real mummy movie. Jet Li. Jet Li. No the more jet. no more Rachel no more Rachel Weiss though. I know. That was kind of a bummer. She was such an integral part of that franchise. But you know, good for her. She read the script and said, Yeah, I can't do this. Is that why is that why she wasn't in it? I don't know. Why else wouldn't she be in it? What else what else was she in? Constantine or something? Yeah, there we go forget what was she in around that time the fountain the fountain oh that's an underappreciated movie i love that movie you don't like the fountain yeah we'll have to we'll have to talk about that one i actually i actually haven't i haven't seen it in a long time but i remember being really excited and i saw it i remember being really excited and i saw it and i was not i was not impressed it's super heady I mean, I thought it was cool. I appreciated that movie. I, I'll have to rewatch it. Maybe I don't like it as much as I think, but it, ha- it left a good impression on me when I watched it. But I've only seen it once when it came out. Yeah. yeah. So I don't know. We'll see if it ages maybe one day. Right. Fu- future app. Future app. Um, what else is there to say about Marvel's Moon Knight? I mean, I have some like, I think the show itself, I think, pretty settled but i have some kind of like things i'm curious about to kind of bookend this conversation sure i have two things first so we have these after credit scenes in this show and this one had some pretty pretty important things happen two important things happened in the after credit scene of moon knight one of them being an a third personality coming to light oscar isaac's character had yet another personality who we had seen doing things throughout the show but we couldn't quite place like was this just the mercenary version doing these things because that's believable because mercenaries kill people and hurt people uh but it turns out it was a much more sinister like evil villain version of oscar isaac um i mean that's a huge reveal for an after credit scene and then right ultimately killing ethan Hawke's character which is huge like he's like one of the main stars of the show so they do those two things and then like while the credits are rolling what the fuck man ballsy i I just don't like it when uh, nobody's nobody including myself right now nobody's happy with after credit scene they're out of hand because if they're just funny or goofy like in doctor strange people are like what a ripoff i waited in my seat for that uh but then if they're big and and have like lasting effects you get someone you get someone like me like why wouldn't you just do that in a show to like end the show 
that would make much more sense. So you just can't please anybody. Well, for better or worse, we've been spoiled with the uh, the stingers and the fact that we expect them. Right. You know that it's it's like a format, and it's like I mean, it's okay, where well they have was introduced technically. Exactly, yeah. and it's like we we expect them, so it's like well they're there, so what are we gonna what 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 will be you know uh, what will they be utilized for? Mm-hmm. And I guess there's a wide range of of, of purposes or uses for it. Eat shawarma and just sit in a room, or have huge effects on the characters in the show. Right, and I think like they're no they're both valid. There's no in between. They're both valid. I'm just complaining. It doesn't matter at the end. I just, I just, I don't know. If I was Ethan Hawke and I put my energy into a show like that just to be offed in an after credit scene, I'd be kind of like, come on now. It's my character. You know, I kind of just remembered that he died. <laughs> Did you even see it? Because like some people don't want, some people aren't privy. They'll just turn it off. They go oh, I, I watch it. I they stand it. up and then like a mountain of popcorn dust falls off their gut and then they're just like I'm going to bed. <laughs> Jesus. I'll clean it up in the morning. Yeah. I know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I know those scenarios. You got a little green matcha coming out of the corner of your mouth just like a little dollop. Just like oh, oh. No, see if I had the matcha, then I had the energy to uh, to get up and brush my teeth and do all that. You know, I always said when you drink that stuff, I could never matcha. I could never matcha energy level. True, few can. Matcha, match your energy level. Matcha. Oh, I get. Oh, I got it. I got it. Yeah. Can you spell it out for you? Conchu. Conchu, the god. Conchu. F. Marie Abraham. Hey, Conchu, dude. Conch me? Con- no, 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 no. What was that, Conchu. Surf Ninjas? Conchu, dude. <laughs> Sounds like it. <laughs> you ever see Surf Ninjas? I mean, yeah, when I was like eight. There we go. Sur- uh, three Ninjas? Surf ninjas. No, that's sur- surf ninjas. Yeah, yeah, they're different. But there's like three ninjas kick back. There's so many ninja- little kids as ninjas, and none of them are ninjas. They're just shitty kids. Watch it. Those are, gr- watch those are great. Those are great. Those are great kids. Isn't like, um, what's his name in it uh, from SNL? Uh, Rob Schneider. Deuce Bigelow, male gigolo. Was he? Wasn't he in he's, in, it? he's in one of those. I think it's either. I think it's Surf Ninjas. No, that was Leslie Nielsen was in Surf Ninjas. Oh no! Okay, so it must have been Three Ninjas. I don't, I don't know. know you have to check check my work on that one, but I, I'm pretty sure he's in those. He would show up in a lot of weird movies. Is it, he's like in what is it? Dread. I think he's in Dread. Sylvester Stallone movie. Judge Dread. Yes, he's definitely in that. Yeah, he would like show up in these weird movies. He wasn't in Demolition Man, was he? That was. Yes, he was. Oh, he was. He was. Yeah, I'm getting them blended together. But yeah, he just showed up in these like weird sci-fi action movies. I don't know. Um, List out all the MCU TV shows so far. Off the top of my head. 
Yeah. Um. So I guess it was WandaVision, Loki, Cap, uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier, um, Hawkeye, Hawkeye, and then no. Moon Knight. Moon Knight. Okay, now am I missing one? You, are you? No. I don't. I don't think so. If if we're missing one, it's just not worth talking about. Um. Okay, that's five shows. Put them in rank rank order for me. Can you do that on the fly? I'm gonna say you mean from from best to worst. Do worst. Wait, what's what's more exciting to you? Okay, worst to best. We're gonna go with um, we're gonna go with Hawkeye. As worst. Yeah. Okay. Actually, it's a toss-up between that or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. You got you got to pick one, buddy. All right, it's going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Okay. Hawkeye. Okay. Uh. Moon Knight. What? Okay. Uh. Loki and WandaVision. You liked WandaVision the most. Yeah, I did. Wow. I think it was. I think it was also because. Wow. I think it was also because it was like the first, and there there was an element of mystery to it. There was kind of there was, there was the something honeymoon. intriguing about the mystery of, we hadn't yet gotten into the multiverse. The Disney um, Plus honeymoon. We didn't know if if we were going there. There was a lot of unknown about. You know when when that show debuted, yeah, well, we were at show? a different place. Ex- and... That's an experience. What about the the the, the writing, the show? <laughs> yeah, that's but you have to take into account when when it when it was when it was revealed. You know yeah, when the, when you saw it. See, I have this you know, argument with first... people a lot, and I need to talk about. It. Maybe we should do an episode about this one day. When people rank films. Like, it's so hard to just rank them, like what we're doing, without factoring in your experience watching it. Like, if I go see Jurassic Park in theaters, like, with my dad or something, then it's like, I'm going to have, it's going to be more memorable or more enjoyable. Or if I go to with my buddies to see X-Men, and it's like the premiere night or a midnight showing of Star Wars, like, you tend to like the movie more because the experience is attached to it. But when we rate movies, we try and detach the experience. But my argument is we should combine experience and movie because it's that's the whole point of these movies it's a very like human experience storytelling kind of thing so i don't know it's it's very strange to me yeah it's strange but it's also it's it's very hard to to separate um but should you even separate it like in my opinion like if there's a 10 out of 10 movie maybe on paper it's like an 8 out of 10 movie but the experience was so positive it was so fun or it was culturally relevant or there's some you know something big happened. yeah i mean I, like you could get, it could be a 10 out of 10 you know the experience and our memory you know when you talked about you know having seen the phantom menace for the first time mm-hmm. you know and there's an element of of the experience wonderful, that wonderful that's memories. inter yeah. that's intertwined with the movie itself and sometimes, you know, objectively speaking, yes, you should judge it on its own merits. 
but we don't we don't see them we don't see movies in a vacuum we see them as Social. you know sub, subjective experiences yeah it's interesting to me that's why i try not to like be super hard like on some you know when someone's really passionate about this like weird movie that a lot of people hate it's like well i they probably just had a really good time <laughs> or like saw it with someone they loved or it just wasn't a really they saw it when they needed it like emotionally or something you know like I, we all have movies right. like that like i love the movie vanilla sky almost more than any other movie because at that point in my life I, I needed a story like that i needed a message like that and it just really hit home you could relate to it in different ways depending on where you come from and who you are and what you're going through and what era it is so it just gets it's very interesting because we never talk about that kind of stuff. We're just like, that movie sucked or that movie's good. It's just kind of hard. And then like someone says they liked it and you just get trashed for it. It's very, it's very complicated. Sure is. Sure is. Um, what I meant to say, my rating is Falcon and Winter Soldier last. Mm-hmm. That, that show sucked. Um, <laughs> Hawkeye, Hawkeye right after that because that show kind of sucked but had okay so we have this we have the same we have the same Same. ranking but this is where it gets this is where it gets different then we got wandavision Uh uh-huh then we got loki then we got moon knight wow so this is your favorite of the mcu shows yeah like your toss-up it's between loki and this it's pretty close i'm not gonna say like I adore or love any of these shows that much. So like my bar, it's not like it's a 10 out of 10. It's just from enjoyment level. Um, I think, yeah, Moon Knight and Loki are definitely my favorites for sure. Like a cut above everything else. Well, I'll be but, damned. But yeah, there we go. We got a little, you know, at least, as long as we can agree on the bottom two, I think we'll be friends. Uh, I can, I can commit to that. Yeah. Okay, yeah, for at least a few more weeks. Yeah, I commit to that. Two more weeks? Two weeks. All right, last question, Adam. Sure. What's the future of Moon Knight in the MCU? Are we going to see this guy again, and how? Yeah, we'll see him again. Or these guys? We'll see these guys. We're going to see these guys again? Yeah, we of course. You think they're, they're leading introduced... up to like a Marvel Knights kind of thing, like a little team up, kind of like the Defenders for Netflix. You know, they brought them together. Are we going to get like Blade and Ghost Rider and Moon Knight tearing up the streets together? I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, the darker, the darker side of the MCU. They're definitely we're def if they're introduced, we're definitely going to see them again. Yeah. Well, Blade, technically, in Eternals, after credits scene, got his voice, right. Mahershala Ali, saying, don't you touch that. So weird. Introduce, like, Blade introducing the the Black Knight? Yeah, in an after credit scene, again. And it was an off-screen voice? It wasn't even Yeah, that was, that, that was weird. That was weird. Just like he did it from his iPhone or something and sent it over to Feige? That was very weird. Like, how do you do that? You haven't even played the character yet, but you have to do the voice? That had to be strange. So, right. Uh, I don't know. Okay. Well, I think we can call it a moon night. 
Call it a moon night. Good moon night. Good night moon. Night. Good night, moon night. Oh, moon night. I dropped my pen tonight. Mac tonight. You eating mac and cheese tonight? Remember Mac tonight? The hell? Did I answer your question? <laughs> what the hell just happened? <laughs> what do you think? <laughs> Mac tonight. Whoops. <laughs> Brown night. <laughs> <laughs> all right well all right well it's a uh, www.jasonfury.com <laughs> for some nice pizza bits Let's close it out. Sorry about that. All right. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. It's the worst entertainment. Uh, (laughs) So sorry, everybody. never not be funny. It's like 40, 40 years old. Noise coming out of your butt's <laughs> never not funny. It's just always going to be funny. <laughs> for better, for worse. For better, for worse. All right. All right. All right, Adam Roth. I got to get out of here before I have another giggle fit. All right, Jason Fury. Good moon night. Good moon night.